0: Welcome back. Today I'm excited to have a horror movie friend of mine on the podcast. We know each other through mutual friends and before COVID we used to go see horror movies together fairly often. Without further ado, please welcome Matt to the podcast. Hey Matt, how are you?
1: Hey Allison, it's good to talk to you again and I look forward to the time that we can uh, go see some more movies together. Um, But things are pretty good. Yeah.
0: Good, yeah. No, we haven't seen each other in person since I think New Year's. So yeah. yeah, Yeah. It's been a while, but it's good to see your face, even if it's through Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself before we begin.
1: So I am a, I would say like a novice horror fan, but like trying to get into it more. Um, I work for the city. Um, I have been in New York for about 15 years or 14 years. Um, And uh, yeah, I, yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> not, <laughs> cool. not too much interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, so, tell me, what's your favorite scary movie?
1: So, I think I would have to say "Drag Me to Hell" by Sam Raimi. I think that one has always been one that I go back to when I just need like it. It's because it makes you laugh, but it's also it's got like the right amount of like the mix between like horror and comedy. I think that's what makes a good horror movie.
0: Okay. All right, yeah, no, I definitely, I know that one. I watched it during quarantine for the first time. Uh Um, Yeah, not my favorite, but I know a lot of people love it. So I totally get it, I totally get it. Um, (laughs) Didn't Sam Raimi just do another, or he's done a lot. He's done Evil Dead, right?
1: He did Evil Dead and I actually like, I'm going to horrify all your listeners because I've never seen any of the Evil Dead movies. But.
0: i never have either <laughs> yeah. because it's not really my type of thing. I didn't okay. really drag me to hell. So I'm, pro- I'm Got it. yeah, I'm probably not going to spend the time watching Evil Dead. Sorry listeners. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what was your first exposure to horror? Was it books, comic books, movies, TV?
1: So I think like any good nineties kid, it was the Goosebumps books. <laughs> um, which, you know, Looking back on them, like they're they're so cheesy, they're like ridiculous. And I think that again, that like that's what makes horror like palatable to me. Like it has to, there has to be like the mix between like it being like the levity. Like there has to be something funny about it, as like mixed with the horror. Otherwise, it's just depressing. Um, so yeah, it was the Goosebumps books, um, and then also <clears throat> my dad had. An old VHS copy of *Night of the Living Dead*. that was like always sitting on the shelf, and he was just like, "You can't watch this. You can't watch this." And when I was like, "I'm gonna watch it," um, and it, I, I thought it was—I thought it was great. I mean, like obviously, George Romero is a legend, um, and I think zombie movies are like some of the best, like one of the the, the best kind of horror movies to have. So, I think those that, those are the two things. It was *Goosebumps* and *Night of the Living Dead*.
0: Nice. Yeah, I saw that of the Living Dead* for the first time uh, during quarantine as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think if you were growing up in the '90s, you definitely read *Goosebumps*. I definitely yeah. did. Uh, do Do you have a favorite book, or did you back then? Do you remember? Uh,
1: I I can barely even remember the books. I know there was one about a ventriloquist <laughs> that was terrifying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, um, what was the? Uh, are you afraid of the dark on nickelodeon yeah. that was the other that was the other big thing as a 90s kid yeah yes so yeah, of course
0: have you yeah. watched the reboot i have not <laughs> uh, neither have i um but i own the entire series through voodoo i got it for 9.99 one black friday it was mm-hmm. like the best 10 dollars i ever spent um but yeah no i love yeah. i love that show i need to watch the reboot
1: yeah it's it's some great canadian tv and like it's it's fun to see like the like, so, it's like some of the first appearances of like some great actors who like have now gone on to do huge things. So I
0: yeah. know. Um, I just looked it up. The most recent movie that I'm thinking of by Sam Raimi was the movie Crawl. Did you see that in theaters? I did not. No. No, it was really good. um It's on Hulu, so if you okay,
1: well, have some
0: free time, you should definitely.
1: I I, I definitely have some free time, so. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was really good, and the girl who's in it is, I think, I think she's excellent. Um, so, why would you say that you like this genre so much?
1: Well, I think going back to what I was saying earlier, I, I like the contrast, like in the mix of like comedy and terror. <laughs> like, and I think that's what makes a good horror movie. Um, and I will go back to you know to talking about Drag Me to Hell, like. You, I mean, you've seen it, so you like, you know the ending, and I'm sure your listeners know the ending, like, no spoilers, but, like the, like, the, like, the last 90 seconds of that movie, I remember the first time I saw it, like, it gave me goosebumps, like, no pun intended, but also cracked me up, like, and I loved that. I loved it, like, there were some really, like, scary moments in between, and there was, like, the ridiculous moment with the goat in the seance and all that, but, like, that's that's what I love. Like, I love a little bit of of comedy and you know I know you and I saw Ma together
0: yes and that
1: again like it cracked me up like and I need that I think because you have to have you have to have that otherwise it doesn't work
0: definitely that's a great answer um I know you said when I asked you to do this you were nervous because you were like I haven't watched most of the classics um Mm -hmm. I mean neither have I for the most part I've seen like the original Friday the 13th and Halloween and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, but I haven't particularly mm-hmm. liked most of them. Um, so what, around what year do you think your exploration into horror, actual horror movies began?
1: Um, I think the first time I decided to be intentional about it and start watching it was, um, I guess it was 2003 or 2004, um, when I went to see I, The Grudge is the first movie in theaters that I've seen. So like, that's, I, I think, a good starting point. Like. <laughs> You know, I had seen like the screen movies, again, rented from like Blockbuster and all that. But that was the first time I was like, I'm, let's go like with my girlfriend at the time. I was like, let's go to the movies. Let's go see a horror movie. Let's go see a scary movie. And like, it was that one. So, yeah.
0: Uh, did you see the, I don't know if it was a remake or reboot that came out earlier this year?
1: Yeah. And <clears throat> this is like an answer to like one of your later questions, but that's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was so bad.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I've heard about. I haven't seen it, but yeah. I did not hear great things, but I'll probably still watch yeah.
1: it at some point. And it was like a remake of a remake already. So or they were like
0: Yeah, it was I a remake. I guess it it's
1: a franchise anything. at this point, but yeah, it was I was I thought it was going to be a remake and I l- I liked the one with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um I thought that was good. Um but the the new one is just tire- like it's terrible.
0: Yeah, no, I actually did like The Garage as well. I've never seen the Japanese version, but I did. Mm-hmm. I liked the Sarah M- Michelle Gellar one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think that you will at any time go back and watch any of the classics that you haven't seen?
1: Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I probably should be at this point because, again, I have all the time in the world. <laughs> um, I've never seen the Friday the 13th movies except for that one scene where Kevin Bacon gets the arrow through his neck, which was yeah. Also, like I saw that as a kid and traumatized me. Now, I was just like, nope. Um, <laughs> I need to, I've never seen the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I've never seen the Poltergeist movies. I need to, I need to do all that. So, yeah. yeah. Again, I'm a novice. So,
0: <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. Once, once uh, lockdown is over, we'll have to get together and stream a bunch. For on, sure. On TV. Yeah. Um, so, I, is Sam Raimi your favorite horror director, would you say?
1: i mean i don't know if i'd say that and i don't know if i have a direct answer to that question what i will say is i love what jordan peele has been doing with the genre yeah um because i think he is like in a really great way just like illustrated so many social issues through like this genre um which has been done before but he's doing in just such a masterful way so i would say Right now, he's my favorite, but that could change.
0: Agreed. Uh, which did you like better, Get Out or Us?
1: I, Get Out, for sure. Yeah. I liked Us, but I thought Get Out was just like, that was like one of the best movies I had ever seen when I first saw it. And Sarah and I went to go see it in, in Harlem, which is like the best place to watch a horror movie, as you know. <laughs> um, and it, it just wasn't quite sure what to expect. And, you know, she's not a horror fan necessarily but it was just so so well done yeah.
0: yeah agreed yeah no i went to go see uh get out in harlem as well not knowing anything about it really because i remember the trailers were really vague and i think that was on right. purpose so yeah it was the best place to see it yeah um and then we saw we saw us together right
1: we did yeah Yeah.
0: you were also different.
1: in harlem i think yeah or yeah maybe you were sitting, sitting yeah Yeah, Yeah,
0: you were sitting to my left and uh, my now boyfriend was sitting to my right. And I remember you leaning over and being like, is that a potential suitor next to you? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, So did you watch Mike Flanagan's The Haunting of Hill House series on Netflix? No,
1: I did not. And I'm not even familiar with it. So yeah, tell tell me about it.
0: Uh, It's based on... It's based on the book or the the story. Um, and it's just, it's super creepy. It's what the movie, The Haunting and The Haunting of Hill House, there have been a ton of different takes on, on mm-hmm. the story, but this is, it's directed by Mike Flanagan, who is a brilliant director. Uh, he did, he's done a bunch of Netflix horror movies and then he did Dr. Sleep most recently. Okay. So it's really great. It's really traumatizing. Um, It's really dark. I highly recommend it. If you can go into a separate room with Sarah.
1: Yeah, I I, I love to be traumatized. That sounds great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what's better for quarantine? Let's traumatize ourselves more. Um, So, and then he has another another series coming up called The Haunting of Bly Manor, which I believe is a take on the story of The Turning. The Turning was made into a movie for like, the fifth time last year, um, mm-hmm. it's t- uh, based on the story "The Turn of the Screw." So, yeah, uh, the or the turning of the screw. It's a really it's a really weird, uh, weird story. The remake was really weird. I'm not super familiar with any of the other takes on it. I listened to a podcast called Scream Girls, and they talked about it a lot because one of the hosts wrote her dissertation on all of the different. Um, all the different uh, versions of the turning of the screw. So that was interesting and I'd highly recommend it for anyone who's interested in learning more. But uh, they just released some, uh, they released the poster on uh, on Bloody Disgusting. So, and it looks really interesting and I'm really looking forward to it. It's being released in the fall. So they've cool. continued to film now, I think in Canada. So, So since they're better at handling the pandemic than we are
1: that's an understatement
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um all right so i have a couple of questions related that are like covid related um Mm -hmm. what was the last horror movie that you saw it um in theaters before lockdown
1: so i think it was the grudge unfortunately (laughs) yeah (laughs) which you know could have been could have been better could have gone better but that's that's fine it's what it is
0: yeah um So I know your girlfriend, Sarah, doesn't like horror movies, so have you had a chance to watch any while you've been in quarantine?
1: So not in quarantine. I would say we've watched some Hitchcock movies, which is, you know, I think that's been, that's been fun. That's been helpful. And that was how I've been able to convince her to go see things like Get Out It's like, it's, it's more suspense. It's a thriller. It's not horror because I think. The issue with her again is like if it's if there's too much gore, she doesn't want to deal with it. And like we'll be watching things on TV sometimes, and she'll just be like, "Let me know when this scene ends. Like I will not watch that. Like just let me know." Um, so I wouldn't say we've watched any horror movies, but we like we've, we've had. I think we're actually we're going to watch *Silence of the Lambs* later because we both love that. Although it has some very gory, disgusting scenes, it's still a great movie with a great plot based on a great book. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, I can definitely relate to Sarah because I also hate gore. Um, So, but I think, I think you could probably get a list together of horror movies that don't have gore in it that Mm -hmm. you get her to watch.
1: Yeah. Um, And I think also the other thing is, I think we both agree, like, we think that like jump scares are cheap. Like anytime they try to be like, oh, boo, boo. Like, I don't want to be scared. I want to like be, I want to have some like tension build up and then like have it, you know, get dismissed (laughs) eventually. So (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. like playwriting 101
0: <laughs> yeah um, so since you're somebody who likes horror movies and your partner does not do you have any advice for people who also have partners that don't like to watch horror movies and how you balance that
1: I mean I would say find a friend who likes horror movies which is kind of what we have done yeah. <laughs> um, you can't you can't change someone's mind about their tastes That that's fine but you know that's that's what i would say it's find a find a friend find a horror buddy
0: (laughs) yeah um what were you looking forward to this year that has been pushed back due to covid
1: um film wise there have been a few things i am like dying to see the new james bond movie and dying to see wonder woman 84 um i want to see mulan (laughs) like i want to see all these i want to see all these things and what
0: horror movies
1: oh i don't don't even know i don't even know what's supposed to come out this year like you're you're gonna have to tell me
0: (laughs) uh the conjuring three
1: i haven't seen the first two so
0: you haven't seen the first two that is your homework
1: okay okay you're giving me homework on a podcast okay
0: yes (laughs) all right the conjuring two is on hbo okay you'll have to find the conjuring The first one somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Candyman. Well, it hasn't been pushed back yet, but I'm assuming it will. It might be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, I'm. I am looking forward to that. Yes. I think that looks good.
0: Yeah, because that's also Jordan Peele.
1: Right. I know. I know. Anytime I hear Candyman, it makes me think of the movie Carney. Have you ever seen that or heard of that? What movie? Carney. I think I've heard of it, but I haven't. It's. It's a good bad movie like in that sense of like you know it's the kind of thing you like you would rent and like watch and just like laugh at um it came out in the 80s it stars uh jody foster is in it and robbie robertson who was the guitarist from the band and it's just like this weird like it's it's movie literally about carnies who like go from town to town and it's it's hilarious and bad so uh, that's anytime i hear of candy man i think of carney i'm like is this a remake of that no it's not but yeah
0: <laughs> all right cool yeah i'll put it i'll put it on my list okay. um a quiet place 2 was also supposed to come out in march and they were like the first movie to delay have you seen yeah, that I, I
1: did not see the first one
0: that is on hulu so okay homework okay <laughs> um are there any movie i know amc said that they're going to start opening up movie theaters soon. And I think they already have. Um, Are there any movies that you'd risk going into a theater to see right now?
1: I mean, honestly, no. And I don't think AMC is open in New York yet, but I know like (laughs) we are, we have been like hardcore quarantining and I, the best movie in the world couldn't get me out of the house (laughs) right now.
0: I agree. I've been enjoying video on demand.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally
0: yeah it's worth it to spend 20 bucks to see something in your apartment instead of having to go to a disgusting movie theater Mm -hmm. as much as amc is saying that they're going to disinfect the hell out of everything yeah i don't don't buy it can't trust it yeah i've worked in a movie theater before and i know how people clean things really yeah
1: I i don't think i knew that
0: uh it was for like three months when i was a senior in high school so mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't it wasn't the best
1: like a long island movie theater
0: oh yeah long island movie yeah theater. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right <laughs> yeah it was just a bunch of future alt-right people going to the f- movies did you get to see the invisible man no oh, you should definitely go rent that
1: okay i like you're giving me so much homework and i don't mind it because i i have a cue like I have to finish watching, like, Person of Interest and Alias and, like, all these shows with Sarah. <laughs> and we've been watching a lot of Below Deck randomly, which is hilarious on yeah. um, Bravo. But like, now I have all these movies. So I, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Do you have more than one TV in your apartment? Yeah. Okay. We
1: do, And we what? have multiple, like, streaming devices. So we can, good. yeah.
0: What was I was gonna say, I see you're wearing a Staten Island t shirt. I know Sarah's from Staten Island.
1: Mm-hmm. Have
0: you ever been to any of the haunted sites that are there? I think there's like
1: No, that and that is on our list of something to do when we get out of quarantine because there are some some haunted places on Staten <laughs> Island. Yeah, for sure. Did
0: you watch um the Cropsy documentary? I think it was on HBO. It's about mm-hmm. I think it's about something on Staten Island. Like there were a bunch of kids disappearing
1: no i haven't seen that okay
0: yeah i think it's on hbo it's really interesting did you watch the um the documentary the slender man documentary
1: no and like that actually that's like one of my hard lines like for whatever reason slender man freaks me out and i don't to. Why,
0: why why does I that
1: really i don't know <laughs> like he just looks like jared kushner like i don't <laughs> i don't i don't want to i don't want to watch it like that's a that's a hard pass for me for whatever reason
0: Yeah, I get it. We all have our our boundaries. So your your boundary are is long is long uh, skinny men in suits. That's
1: your basically, yeah. Yeah
0: that's your hard line. All right. Do you have any other triggers that in movies that you don't watch?
1: Um I don't I don't think there's much else. Like I no, I think that I think that's about it. For whatever reason, I just Slender Man is just like I see the pictures of it and I'm just like, nope, go away.
0: Have you ever listened to like the origin story of it?
1: I I don't know about the origin story. I remember the story about the kids a couple years ago who like well, I mean, we don't need to get into it, but like that like and that that I think that was when I first heard of it. Um so but otherwise I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he apparently came uh, from a site called Creepypasta, where they write a lot of scary stories, um, and like somebody like photoshopped a photo of him like in like in the woods, and then it kind of grew mm-hmm. from here. That's my understanding of it, at least. But the documentary was really interesting, um, really creepy. I haven't seen the movie that they made about him because it just didn't look interesting, and I heard that it was just so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, my hard line is like I won't I won't watch movies with like cruelty to animals in them. I was going to watch last night on Netflix this movie called One Bedroom. It it's from last year, I think, and it just came on Netflix and it was listed as like the top movies in the country today and I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch this. And then I went on um does the dog die? Dot com and I was like, let's just let's just I make know, sure know, that the dog yeah. And uh and dogs don't die, but somebody burns a cat alive. So I was like, I'm out. It's <laughs> no. like, well, not tonight. So
1: Yeah, I'd say that that's probably a hard line for me too, actually, now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, I during the I almost didn't go see the most recent Chucky that I think came out last year because he kills a cat in one part, but I just like closed my eyes and ears during it.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, that's my hard line. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, so my rapid fire questions, I think okay. these are gonna be the questions that I ask everyone that's on here. Um, if you could remake one horror movie, which would it be?
1: So, Sarah and I were actually talking about this earlier, and I think that there is like, and we were talking about Hitchcock earlier, I think that like, there should be a quarantine rear window because we, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we, have, been, yeah, we have been watching like, I feel like because we've been like in our apartment so much and like we see like there's this neighbor across the street from us who like puts on a ring light randomly at like 11 o'clock to i don't know record a podcast make audition tapes or something but like i'm just sitting there, i'm like what is she up to like what's going on and like the paranoia i feel like is a perfect like emblem of this time so I think that there we could do a quarantine Rear Window, and I know that they remade it with Christopher Reeve in the '90s, but I think that it's time for another one.
0: That is such a good answer. I agree. Um, they also remade Rear Window with uh, Shia LaBeouf in the early 2000s. Uh, it's a movie called Disturbia.
1: Oh, oh yeah, but like but they wouldn't—they wouldn't say <clears throat> they wouldn't say it was Rear Window. They were just like, "It's this," but he was just like, "Yeah." yeah.
0: Did you ever okay. see that one? I didn't you should i think it has to be streamed somewhere it's really good well i think it's really good i don't know okay Um, and he he's fine in it i don't know (laughs) um (laughs) is
1: he is he is he fine or is he fine
0: i mean i don't think he's fine quote unquote but i don't i enjoy his performance in that
1: okay yeah
0: (laughs) um what would you say is a favorite horror movie of yours that no one else really seems to
1: like I don't know because I think that I have kind of basic tastes in horror movies (laughs) like I think the things that I like people like which I think is fine yeah but yeah so I wouldn't I I don't I don't have like a like a deep cut that I'm like everyone should watch this and I don't understand why anyone doesn't like it but yeah
0: okay fair enough um do you hold any unpopular horror movie opinions
1: um on the same line i i don't think so like i i could probably do with less gore which is you know antithetical to a horror movie but that that's that's what i think yeah
0: i wait do a what
1: i could do with less gore which is like antithetical to yeah
0: yeah i Um, think you can have a really good horror movie without a lot of gore
1: right i think for me like it's the suspense it's the the tension that like makes it work um like along those lines like i don't like horror movies that have like constant like every 15 minutes we have to have like a jump scare or like something crazy happening which is why um i didn't love um it part two when we when i watched that because i I did stream that during quarantine um and i didn't i didn't i think those movies i think maybe it's the way because it's patterned after a book and a book has to have like a page turner like at every chapter like i don't i don't appreciate like too much just like all right and here's the next thing here's the next thing here's the next thing like maybe that's why i liked uh drag me to hell so much because it was just kind of like all right here's this weird movie and then huge dramatic ending like it's almost operatic the way it's just like think of like the way like rigoletto ends and it's just like oh shit, this terrible thing is happening at the very end curtain down like that's that's what i'm into
0: yeah um so you just like you're just like you know the crescendo and then blackout. You don't want to know what happens after, right? You're just like being left on, I'm being like abandoned. kind of
1: like it's, it's Shakespearean, it's operatic. It's yeah, that's that's kind of fun to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, did you get Sarah to watch it part two with you?
1: No. Oh, she was just like absolutely not. <laughs> yeah.
0: Und- understandable. That was. And she, uh, seen,
1: and she hadn't seen part one, so she wasn't gonna. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I think she could still get the gist of what was happening, even if.
1: Yeah yeah like they're, they're two different stories basically like and there's a lot of context but yeah
0: yeah um so if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain who would it be and why
1: i mean and that's a <laughs> that's a hell of a question
0: <laughs> no pressure
1: it would it would be the goat from uh drag me to hell um, I'm trying to think if there's like any villain who I would say is like misunderstood or something like that. And I, I don't know, because I think that like, again, part of what makes horror work is you have very like, very Manichaean, like clear cut, like black and white, like good bad guys. Um, so I I don't know.
0: Well, I think that's it. Is there anything else that you wanna wanna say about horror movies and why you love them?
1: I, I don't think so, but this has been fun and it's been nice to catch up with you. And again, I look forward to us being able to go to AMC in Harlem and, and see one of these soon.
0: Yes, me too, me too. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Yes. Thank you for, for being sure. here. Of course. That about wraps it up for this episode of Who's There? And thanks again to Matt for coming on. I hope you enjoyed this episode and remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. As always you can follow us on Twitter at who's their Pod or on Instagram at who's there Podcast, or you can feel free to shoot us an email at the who's at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, etc. Until next time, stay scary and wear a mask.